Welcome back to the Rhino Show, Season 3. I'm your host, Austin, and as always, I'm joined by Danny. What's going on, guys? We're excited to be back. It's been like a month. We took a little longer break than we were expecting, but we're back, and it's going to be better than ever. And we got some great stories to talk about today with some big events coming up and some events that took place while we were gone. So, first of all, America is being swept by a movie in the, in the box office right now. It's not Indiana Jones. Disney can suck it. They're going downhill. Nobody wants to watch that. Okay. Goodbye, Indiana Jones. It should have been dead a long time ago. Sound of Freedom. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you do because it's a very powerful movie based on a true story. It shows actual footage from these events that take place this operation. So I'm going to play the trailer for the movie for you just in case you haven't seen it yet. So here it is. How many pedophiles you caught? 288. How many kids you found? the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's gonna pass the drug trade. Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time with a child, five to ten times a day. God's children are not for sale. How long have you been doing this? Twelve years now. How many pedophiles you got? 288. How many kids you found? Te lo prometo. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. Which means she'll disappear for good. Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What we do? You quit your job, and you go and rescue those kids. So at this moment, she could be a block down the road, or she could be at Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. She's a major operator. It's all rebel territory. No one goes in. Not the army, not the police, not us. What if this was your daughter? There's no Marine unit coming. You're on your own. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. When God tells you what to do, Yeah, so this movie is, like I said, is based on a true story, on an operation. The, the special agent there who quits his job, as seen in the trailer, is Tim Ballard. He's the head of Operation Underground Railroad, which we've talked about many times on this show. We had a podcast with one of their ambassadors, Roosevelt, not too long ago. So this, this is something you'll hear about on our show frequently because human trafficking is something we like to talk about. You know, we do a lot to try to spread awareness to this, to try to prevent it from happening. Because a lot of the media won't. And we're seeing that now more than ever because all these, you know, media companies are sitting here saying a couple years ago, not even too long, maybe five, six years ago, how human trafficking was a big deal. It's a bad thing. And they're calling it out. Well, now 
this human trafficking, this film, is just a QAnon conspiracy theory, apparently. So let me pull up this article, as you see here. I mean, it, people are... It, you can't expect anything else because you know they're going to spin it and they got to find their narrative. But as you see, it says, Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller seducing America. Jim Caviezel stars as a hero trying to stop child traffickers in a paranoid new movie turning into a surprise box office hit. It's not a surprise. Not at all. You know, because this is real life, you know, situations that's being shown so people can actually see what's going on. Because human trafficking is one of those things where people don't care until it happens to them. People only care when it does and then it's too late to actually care. Because you should have been spreading awareness. You should have been continuing to join this fight. When it already happens to you, it's too late. It's way too late because your child is gone on the other side of the country, on the other side of the, on the planet. Who knows? All right, you got to step in and do your part now. So, Danny, I know you haven't seen this movie yet, but are you looking forward to seeing it? Are you going to see it? What's your plans? Yeah, I'm planning on seeing it uh, as soon as I get a day off from work, actually. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going on. It's disgusting. And as Jim Cavazil said, it's basically funded by our own government. Um, as we already know, all the elites were connected to Epstein in some way and all this disgusting human trafficking and filth. Um, but yeah, it's more so for the normal person to see what's actually going on because they just don't believe what we're saying. So they have to believe the media and at least some media is now finally talking about the movie or they're seeing it for themselves in the box offices but yeah the fact that these left-wing media sites are suddenly against human trafficking just tells you everything you need to know about them like how is this like a political issue it makes like no sense whatsoever how saving children from being sex trafficked is suddenly a right-wing issue where like that should be one of the things that we should all be coming together on and yet the left and the mainstream media still finds a way to try and divide people on that, which if you're divided on that, you, I, I mean, I just don't understand. You're a pedophile, basically. There's no other way around it. I just don't know how uh, these people are okay with it. And literally, I, I just don't, yeah, I'm at a loss for words of how they can actually just be against this. It's It's crazy. Yeah, for real. And, you know, it's a family show, but, you know, you know, some things you just got to say. This is fucking sick, okay? I, I'm not even playing games anymore. Like, these leftists that sit here and say, this ain't happening. You guys are conspiracy theorists. Like, go after yourselves. Like, go get lost. You're sick pedophiles that sit here and want to play games with people's children. No, you enjoy this. We know you do. You participate in this. You, you, in, you encourage our government to continue spending, to continue human trafficking. You don't want this to end. We know you don't. This is a sick game that you're playing with people's kids, and we're not doing this anymore. You see people pouring into the box office because there's more tension on this now than ever. That's why we can't let this slip away, because people are finally waking up to this. And credit to the media that's actually doing their job and reporting on this, because this is what we need. When, there's, when, when these sick pedophiles, these elitists are sitting here and they're playing, our kids are like their pawns in this, in this puzzle right here. Okay, They're moving around, they're taking them, they're doing whatever, whatever they want with them. And for the longest time, there's nothing that we could do. Well, guess what? Things are changing, and we're not going to allow this to keep occurring. People are finally right. waking up. Yeah, basically, that was what Pride Month was. Pride Month was invented to groom children. There's no other way around it, because why else are we celebrating your gayness? Like, no one cares. Leave us alone. 
the whole point of it is just to try and make an entire generation gay, uh, over-sexualize an entire generation. Uh, some people say it's part of the depopulation uh, control campaign, all that. It may be, but it's more so just that they want to destroy a whole generation, make everyone gay, because, I mean, obviously, if you're gay, you don't think straight to begin with, so you're obviously more likely to just obey everything and then follow orders from whoever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's crazy. But, yeah, it all started with Pride Month. And now, I mean, you got Joe Biden, I think it was a couple weeks ago, since our last episode where he said, like, uh, our children or is the government's children, like he was saying, like, you know what I mean? You know the clip yeah. I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, He's I've seen it. Literally saying, like, the American children are the government's children, not, like, their own parents children it's all part of this sick game that they're playing and it looks like finally people are starting to wake up so so dan i got a few questions for you now so what got more media attention you know human trafficking throughout the year or gay people in pride month yeah human trafficking uh gets almost no attention but gay people prancing around uh little rainbow bullshit uh gets crazy attention it just makes no sense yes so my next question is what gets more media attention black people during uh you know black history month or the kids that are trafficked and sold and shipped who knows where yep black people during black history month so why is that we got to celebrate history great you can do that but guess what that's not near as important as the children that are being sold into sex slavery that are taken away from their parents and shipped doing God only knows what on the other side of the planet. You know, what's more important here? I'd say it's rescuing those kids, bringing more attention to that. But no, we can't talk about that because we got a media that only wants to sit here and divide us and to tear us apart. They don't care about uniting us. They don't care about uniting families. They don't care about their children. They care well, about they sparking division. Add... Yeah, they want to add to the list of missing children. Yeah. I mean, that's what Pride Month is all about, is trying to groom children and being over-sexualized, and then they fall into these sex trafficking rings that sometimes, and other times they're just fucking kidnapped into these rings. It's just terrible. But, um, but yeah, it's all, everything that's happening, the government is doing, and they have a plan for, um, and it's 99.99% of the time it's an evil plan, and this is exactly what it is, but uh, that's why Pride Month, Demon Month, has been getting more and more attention each year because they want to over-sexualize children and uh, basically grow this billion, multi-billion dollar operation, which is their sex trafficking ring. Yeah. You know, and this movie is Jim Caviezel. He uh, stars in the movie. You know, the left hates him because he's a conspiracy theorist in their eyes. Um but Tim Ballard is the actual, you know, person who this movie is based on. And I'm going to say we need a lot more of Tim Ballard in this country. That man quit his job to go rescue children. How many people do you know that would do that? Not many. Because you know why? They love their money. The love of money is the root of all evil, right? People love money too much to actually make a difference. This guy says, I'm going to quit my job. And I'm going to go do what's right. Because why? God's children are for sale. So he goes over there and he starts rescuing children. We need more of that in this, in this country, in this world, but not enough people are like him. So I'm going to say right now, we need more people like Tim Ballard because that man is a hero. 
Um, yeah, and Jim Cavazil himself, other than uh, starring in this film and raising awareness for this film, also blew the whistle many years ago on Adrenochrome in Hollywood, too, if you remember that. I do. Um, so, yeah, he's been a big mouthpiece. I'm actually kind of surprised he hasn't died of a heart attack, a heart attack in some yeah. way um, or something. But, uh, yeah, we need also more Jim Cavazils and more Mel Gibsons who blow the whistle on this pedophilia and uh, this basically just uh it's basically just demonization in hollywood just worshiping the devil all these crazy people um we just we need more jim cavazils too yeah so like i said if you haven't seen this movie yet everyone go check out sound of freedom if you cannot afford it there are being there are free tickets being given away through their website go check that out like i said on my instagram if that doesn't work, just hit me up on the DMs and I'll gladly pay for a few people to go see it because it's that important to see. And after you do that, go check out Operation Underground Railroad. Go support them because that's Tim Ballard's company and they do great work rescuing children. And that is a top priority in our country. We got to stop this evil. This is the biggest evil in our country to this day. We need to put an end to it. We all got to chip in and do our part in any way we can. So... Moving on from this subject to, uh, well, this isn't even important compared to human trafficking. Just an idiot. So Zuckerberg, Zuck. Danny, I know you're a big Zuck fan, right? Yeah. yeah. What did Elon tweet today? Zuck the cuck, I think. Yeah, something like that. But uh, Yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's another uh, Silicon Valley, Hollywood type elite, California elitist. Uh, yeah, it's... yeah. I'm I'm gonna say this. This Threads app is junk. I heard it's a Twitter knockoff. It's supposed to be just like Twitter. I mean, basically the layout and everything I've heard from what I've heard, I'm not downloading it because you know go, Zuck can just go f off. I don't care. Um, nobody likes him. So he could take his Threads app and shove shove it where the sun doesn't shine because nobody's downloading that. As long as you're a true conservative, I don't see why you'd use it. It's going to be a censorship heavy hey, hey, platform. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't don't tell him to. Do, he may. I think he likes to shove it where the sun doesn't shine. So we got you. Got to find something better because he actually probably enjoys that. So he he probably does enjoy. He looks like the type to enjoy it. Um, yeah, so I gotta, take that back. Find something else. Yeah. Don't shove it there, Zuck. You'll enjoy it too much. But yeah. I don't get the whole conservatives downloading this app because you know what it's going to be. You know how bad Instagram is. You know how bad Facebook is. They ban people for memes. So when you go on there and you're going to tweet something out or whatever they call it, you're going to thread it out. I don't know what they say on that app. So whenever you say what you want to say, you're going to be banned because you're not going to be allowed to say anything with his guidelines. So what's it going to last? A day? If you actually say what you want to say, you will not be allowed on that app for more than a day. As where if you go say it on Twitter – now. I don't like Elon Musk at all. I've made this known many times on this on this show, okay? I dislike him so much. But, you know, he's ten times better than Suck. So just stay on Twitter. We can complain about Twitter. We could say how it's not actually free speech. But Threads isn't the alternative that you're looking for, all right? That's going to be a liberal, you know, um, safe haven. You know, that's going to be where they're all at over there. And you're going to get banned when you go to say anything over there. So I don't see the appeal to this. I don't know why conservatives are, are even talking about it, really. Um, but I see a lot of people because it'll have it in their in their like little bio on Instagram. Now I'll be like number, whatever it is when they sign up. It's like, why'd you do that, guys? Come on. Yeah, it's basically a mouthpiece for the federal government and uh, censorship run by the federal government. 
We all know Mark Zuckerberg's bought off by the government. They have something on him. Um, but, yeah, they couldn't get through Twitter. They could no longer because Elon Musk was holding the line, at least on censorship censorship from the federal government themselves, like they were doing before. federal government would just tell them what to censor, and then they'd just go, oh, okay, and censor that. Um, it seems like he's holding the line and not listening to the federal government. Um, so now basically they have to create something else to dictate free speech because the government doesn't want free speech because the more free speech is out there, the more people realize what the government actually is and who they actually are. So they have to dictate free speech in any way possible. And we had a couple month period here where, uh, at least on the biggest platform, Twitter, they couldn't dictate really the, the free speech they wanted. So now they got Zuck the Cuck creating threads to uh, now just be another mouthpiece for the federal government. Yeah. Leave it up to Zuck. You know, the whole threads logo, though, Danny, it's an interesting logo. What do you see when it comes to that? Yeah, it sure does. Uh, well, at first it looks like little scribbles, which why would you make a logo little scribbles? But if you actually look at it, it does look like the 666. It, there looks like there's three sixes, which... As I stated earlier, all these people worship the devil and demons and all that crap. And yeah, it sure looks uh, like allegedly Mark Zuckerberg is a devil worshiper. Well, that wouldn't be surprising at all. We know how these elitists roll and we know what they're all about. So wouldn't surprise you at all if he puts the 666 blatantly right in front of you. So you have to click on it every time you want to go say something. Because why? Well, he's a Satan worshiper, so... What better than to Allegedly. put it right in front of your face? Allegedly. Don't sue me, Zuck. Please don't do that. Not that we really have anything for him to take anyways. But... Yeah. You want 20 bucks? I'll buy you dinner, I guess. I mean, I don't know what else you want from me. But, uh, yeah. Allegedly. Devil worshiper. Okay. But pretty blatant. I'd fight him in a boxing match uh, for the lawsuit. Whoever wins, wins the lawsuit. Dude. I'd be down. I'd love to step into a ring with Zuck. Whatever MMA, UFC, like you, you. If it's boxing, UFC, you pick it. I mean, I want in there with Zuck. Yeah, just look at him. He looks like like a, a little scrawny nerd. What is he like? Five eight, like one hundred and fifty pounds. Like I'm like six one, two twenty. Like he ain't doing jack shit. Like there's no shot. Dude is frail. Dude looks like he couldn't take a hit to save his life. And that brings us up to this whole cage fight with with uh elon and i'm like dude like i said not an elon fan but i want to see elon what, what was his move the walrus or something like i kind of just want to see him to get in there and just destroy zuck yeah it would make my night but uh yeah i think that's enough zuck talk yeah. all right, right? Well, we really need to see those hasbula versus zuck in the cage hasbula for the dub now now i would pay pay-per-view to see that yeah i don't think i'm paying anything to watch this fight <laughs> uh, they got enough money so, you know, I'll find ways to watch it. Legal reasons afterwards. All right, I'll watch highlights. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we're going to talk outside the United States here. We don't do that often. But something's happening in France. And it's something that the left wants to see here, in all honesty. Illegals basically running the country now in France. Danny, I know you're looking at us a little bit. What's happening in France? Yeah, it's been overrun by... 
Islamic terrorists, and it has been basically for years now, just not overrun, I'd say, but there's been a bunch of uh, Muslim immigrants that have been coming illegally into France for many years now. I was saying like five years ago that within five years, uh, French, the language of French would be non-existent and they'd all be speaking Arabic. I was, a little, I was like Greta a little bit. I was a little off my timeline, but not actually bit. that far. I said within five years, about five years ago, probably give it another year and then they'll all be speaking Arabic. Uh, but that's because they just let these illegal immigrants walk right into their country and then just let them commit chaos and basically run wild. And my prediction is that's what is going to happen in the United States in 2024. See, they can't really... Every, presidential election there's some kind of big distraction 2020 obviously the coronavirus was released there's no shot that they can release another virus it'll be way too obvious people won't fall for it this time at least the vast majority of people mm -hmm. won't fall for it this they need another george floyd type riots but on steroids so i mean what have we let in like 20 million illegal immigrants they're going to get some of those illegal immigrants and they're just going to have them run wild, go crazy, basically try and do what's happening in France. Uh, I think they just had like, there were people just walking down the street with RPGs shooting at stuff like, okay. And that's, yeah, France is supposed to be no guns. Like, so all those leftists out there, like who want to take away our second amendment. Yeah. It, they don't they're not supposed to have guns over there so how the hell did they get a goddamn rpg you morons like yeah. like seriously all you do is just take away weapons from the good people which allows these people to just run wild and take over the country um but yeah my prediction is they're looking for just mass chaos in 2024 um basically france is the trial run they're seeing what happens how this works out and uh, they're going to make some modifications and stuff like that and see how they can create a big distraction and uproar in the country in 2024 to distract from the presidential election. Yeah, well, you said Black Lives Matter on steroids like George Floyd. Um, that's basically what France is going through right now, because if you compare the two, France is basically burning to the ground in these cities. That seems familiar, right? Black Lives Matter riots. Um, oh, wait, what else is happening? There, People are getting stabbed on the street for no reason. You know, there's a name that sticks in my head all the time, David Dorn. Hmm. That's a black life that didn't matter to Black Lives Matter. You know, so people are well, getting they, killed they on never the streets. Do. They, they never matter. I mean, most of the deaths are black on black crime. That's not yeah. reported. Neither are, I mean, deaths of black on white crimes. Never. I mean, that's unheard of. That doesn't happen at all no. in this country. I mean, that come happens. on. If you, if you say that happens, you're a racist and a bigot. Um, but, yeah, I mean... They don't actually care about black lives, and no. I think people are finally starting to see that. I mean, just look at all the so-called money they raised to help black lives, just bought them a bunch of homes, and they just funneled the money into their themselves. Yep, that's what they do. And what else is going on in France? Kids playing on playgrounds, they're getting stabbed, getting shot. Like you said, there's RPGs going down the streets. This is what America wants, like you were touching on. And this is what they're going to get because, like you said, they're allowing 20 million legal immigrants. Who knows what the number really is? Could be plenty more than that at this point because Joe just lets them in. And it's like, yeah, just walk right through the front door. Let me shake your hand when you walk over. Welcome to the United States. Well, actually, he wouldn't know where he's at. He'd probably say welcome to Canada knowing him. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's all their big plan because they want us defenseless, like you said. They're disarming us. They're letting all these criminals in. They're letting these terrorists in. God only knows what's coming across that border, what they got with them. They're gonna take our. They're trying to take our guns away so we, they can have this carnage in our streets, just like what is going on in France. And that is how you take over this country. And that's how we never let our voice actually matter. We don't matter anymore once we let the government take our weapons and and allow these illegals to flood our streets. Guess what? That's not America anymore. In America, you know, is dead. Once this continues happening, if it keeps on the trend that it's going, the America that you love, the America that we grew up in is dead. I think, yeah, my dog just tried to do an impersonation of the French terrorist that just tried headbutting right through uh, my door here. Uh, yeah, that, that could be concerning. She's turning into a Islamic terrorist. Uh, but speaking of... Uh, craziness going on yeah the crackhead hunter the crack in the in the white house um, oh man i mean uh I mean, what kind of uh operation are they running there i mean okay first off there there's no one else this there's no one else's this could be right i mean no. this has to be hunter there's well, no yeah. shot only him it, it was in the west wing of of the white house where there's no tours there's no nothing and Every other regular person except family, even staff, have to go through, like, insane mal Like, basically, like, TSA on steroids, mm -hmm. screening. Except yep. family can walk right in without having to do anything. So, if it was anyone else, they would have easily been able to see that stuff when they emptied their pockets or whatever on the on the screens going through, whatever. Uh, it, it has to be a family member. And, I don't know, it might have been Joe and Hunter's, I mean... When you when you're that demented and that old, I mean, he may have to do a couple lines just to stay, to stay up. And because uh, uh, if he didn't, he'd just be sleeping in the White House basement the whole time. Yeah. Well, like you said, the security to get this this uh, coke in the White House, Secret Service agents all across the board is not just Dan Bongino. You can find ones that aren't conservatives. They'll tell you that there's security. There's like. Uh, metal detectors, the security checkpoints, there's secret service officers, there's canines, there's everything you can imagine to get into the White House. Okay, no normal person can bring this in, but like you said, family gets in without being checked. So what family would bring it in? Let's see, there's one, if you listen to Fox News or any liberal outlet, recovering addict, recovering air quotes, he's not recovering. Not at all. Okay, there's a new video out every week from him, he's not recovering. Sorry, that's the truth. Um, so this addict brings coke into the White House. He tries to hide it. You know, the funny story that's coming out now, though, is apparently it's right you know, near uh, Kamala Harris's car. So then there's this whole story like, wow. And like conservatives are like, you're trying to pin this on a black lady. That's so racist. And I well, just no, got a good kick out of that. Black, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things like, you know, Hunter Biden, the crackhead, the guy that like sits there and snorts Parmesan cheese, the smartest guy that Joe knows. I got it, you know, obviously I don't like the guy, but like the balls on this guy to bring his cocaine into the White House. I mean, yeah, they're really bringing back the white back into White House, uh, bringing cocaine just sitting there. Uh, I told you the joke the other day. I saw it online. It said uh, Joe may be Catholic, but Hunter is a crystal Methodist. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's so true. Um it's just like, can you imagine if this was the Trump White House and they found in the West Wing past, like, where no one could get anything uh, 
crack cocaine. I mean, it, it would be like the biggest story ever. And yeah. yet now, and then they, what they say, like, oh, it'll be two weeks until we find fingerprints. Yep. I bet you they're going to come out and say, oh, whoever did it was wearing gloves or something. We can't find fingerprints. Other than that, the fact that there's cameras everywhere. Well, uh, let, let's just but... acknowledge the fact that the Secret Service said that most likely they wouldn't actually get to know who uh, put it there. Like when the tests come back, they're still most likely not going to know who actually brought the, the coke into the White House. So mm-hmm. we already know that they're going to cover it up. We already know that soon they'll be like, oh, well, the test came back. We didn't get any results. We didn't get any fingerprints. Um, and the cameras all malfunctioned that day, and they just didn't work. Now, this oh, is the White House, brilliant. the most secure building in our country. But somehow, our Secret Service, the top agents we have on the job, the cameras, and everything we have there, and we can't figure out who brings Coke into the White House. Now, what's what's Shut happening? Up. Is, uh, yeah, they're tanking Joe Biden, though, because they know he can't win. So they're tarnishing his image now even more. You see some media outlets are now even starting to report on uh, all their crimes overseas, like in Ukraine and stuff like that. You saw like the White House press corps actually asking uh, Green Jean Pierre, whatever that French crazy person's name is, uh, like actual tough questions. Um, and my, I think that they're trying to get Gavin Newsom to be the nominee. There's, I mean, because he's the only guy that could have a shot at beating Trump. Um, and even then, it would take some fraud, but they're planning on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're just trying to tank. Tank Joe, get him out of there, have him resign, uh, let Kamala be president for, like, two weeks uh, just to get that narrative across, a first female president, and then let Gavin Newsom try and roll in there. Yeah, I mean, they definitely got to plan up their sleeves. They always do. You know, that's one thing that Democrats do well. They got plan A through Z lined up, ready to go. But they're definitely trying to tank Biden, and they don't have to do much to tank him. They just have to let the media not cover up as much. Just just say the truth, and that's all you have to do to tank him. Like this story with the coke, they don't have to spin anything. They don't have to make him look bad. They just don't have to cover it up anymore. And that's all it's going to take to make him look bad. That's all it's going to take to find somebody else to run for the Democrats instead. That's, that's all it takes. Just stop covering from the media. Yeah, I've never seen such poor like candidates like how the democrats can find better candidates is honestly because they don't need to because they rig elections better than any country in the world i mean we rig elections in other countries all the time just like ukraine where uh we got uh zelensky put in there but yeah i mean they don't seem to be worried as of right now so my take is uh that they're gonna try and get gavin newsom in there oh god that would be something. But don't matter. Trump would kill him anyway. As long as the elections are uh, fair, honest, you know. But, not rigged. I mean, that's our problem. I mean, th- these states, nothing's changed. We need to win three states. Uh, and the the election will come down to Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona. Those three states. If Trump wins those three states, he wins the election. If he loses those three states, he loses the election. And that's what it's going to come down to. Um, and the RNC has been dead quiet, but we need pe- more people like Scott Pressler going out and getting ballots and working to get more people, uh, voting in those three states, because just warning everyone now that that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be those three states. And, uh, right now the RNC is not doing anything. So if you're a Republican donor out there, stop giving your money to the RNC. 
they're just yeah. I don't know what they're doing with it, putting it in their own pockets, probably typical. Most likely. Um, and start giving it to places like Turning Point Action, who are uh, doing ballot chasing operations in those three states. Uh, uh, because as of right now, RNC is not doing anything. So unless uh, you guys want Gavin Newsom for four to eight years, Ooh. we better all work together and uh, just go around the RNC. Yeah, that's a scary sight. Now, let's not even picture that. Good things for 24. Trump's getting in the White House. We got to do our part. We got to win these states. So let's get on that. Start being active in your states. And Yeah, and to everyone out there listening, I just want to say I told you so. Uh, about a month ago, our last episode before we went on break, we did our DeSantis segment where we exposed him for the clown he is. And now what, he's down like 54 points. So I think he's down like... 60 points among voters 18 to 45 and he's down four or down 20 points among voters 65 and up even so there's no like age range where he's even close to beating trump um so people are starting to wake up but i just want to say we we were on this first um we did a show the first show i ever appeared on back in like march uh we went after desantis and we said uh we told everyone who he actually was and uh yeah guys uh we know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't care if you got an R in front of your name. We don't care if you say you're conservative. We're gonna call out the BS when we see it, and uh, that's DeSantis and all the lies he's been spewing lately. So yeah, he doesn't stand a chance against Trump. Um, with that being said, yeah, you you did take him to school. School. I remember you saying that in uh, the last episode. That was a great one. So if you didn't listen to that, go back because it was a great episode. <laughs> But uh, before we get to our final topic, I want to tell you guys to go check out LoudMajorityUSA.com to check out some of the best merch as I'm wearing here, MAGA Ultra. Word at the event in New York, which I'm going to be talking about here in a minute. But yeah, go check out all the shirts, all their hats, mugs, whatever you can want on their site. They got it. Um, it's the best way to help the channel grow. It's the best way to help Kevin and Loud Majority grow. So go check it out. As I said, the New York trip, that's something that took place while we were on break. Um, I went up there. I was helping Kevin work with the loud majority. We, we helped uh, put together the Poso and O'Keefe turning point event in Matterville, New York. Now, I'm just going to say it was my first turning point event. Okay. You know, I was trying to hold it together. You know, I did a pretty good job. But afterwards, I was kind of starstruck. You know, I was like, yo, I was just sitting there with like O'Keefe and like seeing all the things behind the scenes. I'm like, this was pretty cool, guys. I'm not even going to lie. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to tell you guys, spend the money, go to these events, it is worth it, um, but yeah, just an experience that here at the Rhino Show, first of many, we're going to continue growing this thing, these events, we're going to be at more, like we're going to be at SAS, but it's just a learning process, we're growing, we haven't been at this for a long time, so events like these, you can expect to see us there, and uh, it's going to be a fun future, and speaking of that, SAS, Danny, I know you... Were you at SAS last year? I know you were at uh, AmFest. Yeah, last year SAS was uh, the first turning point event I went to. So, tell everyone a little bit about what, what goes on at these events, these turning big turning point events. Yeah, so basically it's about six to 10,000 students uh, or people within the like 18 to 25 age range. And uh, we all basically get together and listen to these high-level uh, speakers talk about our country and what we can do to save it, basically. And uh, this year we got Trump and 
Vivek Ramaswamy and Charlie Kirk and Dan Bongino and a bunch of others. But uh, yeah, it's a great time with uh, spend time with like-minded people. I would uh, tell anybody that it's great networking too. So if you're interested, you should probably go. Um, it's a great time. But uh, yeah, this year is in West Palm Beach. So Trump's coming over from Mar-a-Lago, which isn't too far away. So I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get to see uh, Trump up close. We'll see. Could only hope. Man. Yeah, so like I said, this is going to be my first turning point convention, I think is the right word for it. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see some of these speakers um, going down to Florida. I know that's a Saturday and Sunday thing. Friday night, you'll catch me at the O'Keefe launch party. Um, so if you guys are down there and you see us, come say hi. Come take a picture. Make sure you're following our Instagram, at official rhino show. It's on the bottom of the screen there for some uh, SaaS exclusive content. We may even go live on there so uh, you guys can see what's going on. But, yeah, make sure you follow the Instagram. Stay up to date with what's going on down there. But I'm really just excited for the future and for these events, and especially this one since it's my first. And just seeing all these people down there, these like-minded people, like you said. Going to have some more guests coming on the show, hopefully. We'll make some connections down there. And I think only good things are going to come from this in the long run. Um, I know we have one. I'm going to tease this here. Not giving any names. But one future guest lined up here in the next few weeks. More of an OG conservative if you were on TikTok in the you know 2020s, 2019s. Definitely a familiar face. You all will know who it is. Trust me. So I'm very excited to have that guest on here in the near future. But uh, Danny, I think, uh, I think that's going to about wrap us up in our Season 3 debut here. I think it was a good episode. I think we hit all the talking points. I think, we, I think we're ready for this florida vacation i know i am so i don't know about you yeah i'm ready to get out of chirac <laughs> yeah that must suck so guys like i said follow the instagram we'll be down in florida here and then next week's episode we're going to have a recap and we're going to talk about what went on and whatever else is trending in the news at that time so guys i think we'll see you all next week see you everyone and stay off the crack <laughs>